Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Oh, man. So who listened to the last episode? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> All one of me or what? Uh, well, I was actually there while it was being recorded, okay? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that last episode. Uh, ignore social media and this episode. Ignore both. That was what a learning experience that was. Uh, yes. Hopefully we can do something a little bit better. <laughs> Beta was worse, I think. So. <laughs> do you think so? I, I think so. Man, I don't we actually know. published this one, so hopefully. Um, and I don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to keep things moving because I don't want to uh, run yeah. this too long. You're listening to the Eyes Forward March podcast, a project created by a handful of senior enlisted non-commissioned officers who met while attending a senior leader course, where they honed their leadership skills and discovered what networking in the military can accomplish. This podcast expands on those principles. Listen along while the sergeants talk through topics that affect soldiers and leaders alike. They'll share their thoughts and opinions, and of course, have some fun along the way. Relax, heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Eyes Forward March. I am one of your hosts, Sergeant Seagar, joined as always, by Sergeant Bacon. And today, for the first time in a little while, we have Sergeant Vegas back. Glad to have you. Uh, so, Sergeant Vegas, I'll just go ahead and start with you. Uh, by any chance, have you seen the new FM 7-22? I have not. Fill me in. All right. So, the new one, for those of you that are not tracking, the 7-22 is all about the physical fitness test. And it's very interesting. We know that uh, for a while now we've been facing the new ACFT. What is, is that? Uh, Army combat physical test. Fitness test. Fitness test. Yep. I'll tell you what. Yeah. The, the rumor mill has yeah. been so crazy for such a long time that I didn't even know what to expect. Now, our company for the last three months has included every drill weekend we break the equipment that we have at our armories out and we actually go through the physical fitness test the new acft and it's the walk phase i don't know if either of you guys have been doing that or not so for us we actually only have one full set of acft equipment available in southern nevada Wow. Right now. Yes. Everything is on order. And I'm not sure if COVID is the reason none of it's getting shipped out or delivered, or if that's just what they're blaming it on because they didn't order it soon enough. Um, but right now we have one set and it is being used exclusively at our recruit sustainment company for the new soldiers to prep them for what they're going to do for basic training. With that said, anyone and everyone has an opportunity to show up and learn and even take the test 
And I think they've held at least maybe 20 or so separate trainings outside of our RSC drill weekends. So that's been helpful. Right but on. that's what we're dealing with. What's going on up in your neck of the woods? Do you have any equipment there, Sergeant Bacon? Yeah. Um, what is it? We've got three full sets at our armory that, uh, you know, we haven't really, um, my unit, we haven't used it. We haven't done anything with it. We were sent an email that said, uh, here's the program. Don't fail. That's it. Wow. That, okay. That's so hard love. Three states and three different stories. That is crazy. That's the army. Uh, my company has a total of 10 sets between three locations. Uh, like I said, for the last three months, every Joe weekend, we have at least half a day where we're training. Now, in October, this weekend, actually, we're going to be doing a not-for-record, not-quite-diagnostic, like a familiarization ACFT. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I think right now they're saying that uh, the, the not having a, a passing APFT is good for a couple of years or whatever it is. That doesn't matter. Are you doing a PT test in October like you normally would, or do you do it a different month, or are you just skipping it all together? What we're doing, uh, they did a familiarization uh, at the makeup range that weekend, and um, I was gone. I had other commitments. And right now they're using the a PFT score for a year so the school that apft i took they're using that as for record so i don't have to take another apft until march gotcha okay fair enough I, there's all sorts of things that are happening right. because this is it's brand Nobody new knows. right so we all know that the talk for so long has been uh, like a gold standard for different MOSs and uh, uh, what did they, they changed it from like gold, gold yellow, black. black to like mild or mild, medium, moderate, moderate whatever it yeah. is, or mild, moderate, heavy. The terminology yeah. has changed so much. So the new 722 that just published, I love this. What okay. they have done is they've taken the six events in the new physical fitness test mm -hmm. and put scores to them. So it's just like the old PT test where you just have to get 60 points in each event. Interesting. Very interesting and very cool. Because remember the new physical fitness test, there is no age or sex difference right. in the scoring right. it was all supposed to be based off of mos now i always found it kind of weird how uh, a, a truck driver is on the heavy uh -huh. at the highest standard and a mechanic who is authorized steel-toed boots is in the moderate the middle category that never right. made sense to me no no so just so i understand you correctly are you saying that the MOS specific standard has been completely thrown out in the new FM 722. 
in the in the current publication yes see i thought i guess i'll I'll just go right out there with the concern i have with that i while i completely agree with you that some of the mos breakdowns were flawed like you just said between mechanic and 88 mike sure that never made sense to me but on the flip side of that there was a benefit to making sure that there was a uniform standard by mos and if you take the mos standard away now you have no choice but to essentially lower some of your standards just so people can reach the 60 point score does that make sense oh absolutely it makes sense i mean for me uh well for everybody but me specifically i went from having to do a two mile run in like 18 minutes 12 seconds uh to achieve my 60 points now i have 21 minutes to achieve 60 points but so does everybody else right I'm going to completely agree that if you're a frontline operator, you're going to go into combat, you're going to be in the front lines, you're going to be kicking down doors, you probably need to be able to run two miles in faster than 21 minutes. What I'm hearing you saying, because I think the 21-minute standard is the basic standard for the lowest uh, passing score, correct? Right, 60 points. Okay, so um, I think I remember that being because they had mild, moderate, heavy, or whatever those terminologies was. They had whatever that was broken down, and then they still had a 100-point max and 60-point minimum under that. So it was almost weird. Yeah, it was really weird. You could get 60 points, but you could still fail your MOS, or, you know, and and then there was the 100 points outside of the three rated MOS categories. So I don't, I'm okay with there being a uniform standard. I guess my fear is that the jobs that need a higher standard have no choice but to lower their standard in order to meet the equal standard. So I, so I don't know if um, if that's accurate. I would say if you're still going to use like the, um, the elite programs that you're going to um, be able to hold them to a higher standard, right? Or, or am I off? Well, oh, I get, yeah. I, I, as of right now, it's just a 60, 60 points across the board in order to pass the new physical fitness test, which now you have six events. There was only three. So that's the same. But right, if you were to go be a Navy SEAL or Green Beret or whatever, yeah, there's a higher standard. Like, I don't know, you have to have 90 points in each event to even attend the school. Right. Okay. Is that is that what you're saying is the same then? So if I want to go to a Ranger school, I still have to meet 90%. Or whatever event. their or criteria whatever is. course standard is. Right. right? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, so... Even though I meet 60, I meet the standard, one of the what four things to stay in the military. Yeah. If I want to be elite, I need to be elite, right? Physically. Sure. Okay. And mentally, right? Obviously, down the line. 
Uh, yeah, because uh, the 7-22 now um, contains, is, am I saying it right? Holistic health? Holistic, H-O-O-L, that one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, holistic and spiritual health. It's like fucking hippie shit. That's what that is. <laughs> I don't they know anything doing about yoga. it, so I'm not going to comment. They want me doing yoga saying, oh, right? <laughs> Downward dog, you fool. Child's pose. <laughs> I just, here's the thing. I understand what they're trying to do, and I like the whole thing with the MOSs, but I think that their expectations of MOSs are different. And so what happens to an old guy like us? Uh, you're in a medium tactical transportation company and you can't meet the heavy standards. Are you out of the guard? Or do they say, hey, if you are a, a over-the-road line haul unit, you only have to hit moderate. So if you can't hit heavy, well, you can't be in this company, so we're going to transfer you to this company, which is a moderate requirement. So I think there's just too much in play when you're dealing with MOSs for the standard army. And I know being part of the recruiting retention on my end. Congratulations, by the way. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, one of the things that is coming up is you'll have a applicant who selects an MOS, let's say 88 Mike, which is heavy. Mm -hmm. And they go to basic. They have to do it in basic training. but if they can't pass it based on their MOS standards, then it's essentially a force to reclass. And um, that's something that soldiers are struggling with in general. They have to pass it before they even go to basic in our state, uh, according to their MOS before they ship. But it is a struggle. It is a real struggle. And it's actually being, I personally feel, being used against um, being used against the army in terms of recruiting because now let's say the air force, for example, can go out there and use that as a reason why somebody, Hey, you know, we just have push up sit-ups and a two mile run or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's actually twofold affecting us. And you and I both know that these soldiers, when they come back from AIT, most of the time they've just messed around the entire time they're out there. So, then they're coming back and they're out of shape and uh, then they're failing the ACFT at their unit. So it's kind of a vicious cycle that we've created with this new PT test. I'm glad it's here and I'm glad we're trying to get rid of uh, age and gender standards and making it more neutral because a soldier is a soldier and should do soldier things. Um, and I do want to clarify for old guys like you two, okay? I am not old yet, right? um, but uh, you know, on that note, I have a first sergeant who's 58 years old and he, I mean, when's the last time you think he deadlifted? I mean, probably when that, was you a can, but here's, that, that's unfair because if, <laughs> if you watched the uh, a couple months ago, uh, they three sergeant majors and I only caught a piece of it. Uh, they were talking the ACFT. They did like a webinar thing or, or whatever. I can't remember. It might have been even on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But these three sergeant majors, yeah, they were older guys. But they looked like what they did for a living was pick stuff up, 
put stuff down and yell at you for being wrong. Those like those are the three <laughs> things they did for 20 yeah. hours a day and and they that that's they did that for 20 hours a day, slept for 4 hours and I I have to assume they only had enough time to snort some protein to go get through the day. You're you're basically wrong. They showered, they shaved. <laughs> I'm just they went saying. To the bathroom. All I'm saying is <laughs> that, that ate up an hour. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying these guys were built. They're jacked. Yeah, they're, they're jacked. Uh, and hey, if if you're into that lifestyle, by all means, right. I'll get out your way. Uh, and and I understand that I have to change my outlook and and my daily routine to adjust for a new physical fitness test or whatever new standard there is, but it's not going to happen overnight. Well, you're hundred percent right. It's not going to happen overnight. And before I went to recruiting, there was a uh, soldier who talked to me about their concern and they were pretty, I mean, they never failed their PT test, but they weren't a uh, PT stud, I guess to say the least. Sure. And they said that one of the things with the old test where it was just those three events is Push up, they did in a two mile run. Correct. Yeah. And, and one of the things they said was those events don't require a soldier to have access to a gym. True. So when they're training, all they have to do is do it at their house or run in their neighborhood. And now they're put in a position where I mean, if frankly, if you don't, honestly, the PT test, the new ACFT is pretty much CrossFit. Okay. Right. So if you don't train that way, which is hard to do without certain types of equipment, then it does put you at a disadvantage. It's not an excuse. And that's what I told them, but it is a valid point that it's, it's for a reserve type soldier it is not as conducive to their training environment, I guess, which again is not an excuse, but it is a valid point from my perspective. I, I get that. And, and I've heard that argument too. Well, is the, is the army going to pay for my gym membership? Well, no, they're not. But do you really need a gym membership? Now let me pause. Do you like true crime? Oh my God, Kat, you can't just ask people if they like murder. I'm curious. Well, curiosity killed the cat. Uh, does that make you curiosity? No, I'm Logan. And I'm Kat. And we're the hosts of the true crime comedy podcast, Spoiler They Die, which is part of the Creative Brain Candy Media Cooperative. We release an episode every Monday where one of us tells the other a story about a serial killer, a survivor, or basically anything morbid and scary. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and by visiting creativebraincandy.com. We're also active on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us by searching Spoiler They Die. Also, we're Canadian, in case that matters to anyone. I don't think people listen to podcasts based on people being Canadian or not. People in our Discord server seem to care. Oh, sorry about that, eh? I'm so sorry you all had to listen to that. But thanks for listening to us panhandle. I'm Logan, and I approve this message. When Sergeant Vegas talks, you hear dogs howling and barking and chains jingling. He's getting ready for <laughs> Halloween. This is October. 
So this is just practice. No, you're you're walking around the neighborhood. So uh, getting ready for the physical fitness <laughs> yeah. test. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. My house is no, wild you're... right now. The kids are running around. No, you're good. You're you're good. I I just hear it, and I'm not even going to bother trying to. I'll try to tone it down, but I, I'm not going to be able to get rid of it. So that's why I just. Hey, you're out exercising. You're multitasking. Yeah. It's Look all good. Uh, so I did talk to one of the guys uh, from the podcast on the Creative Brain Candy Network uh, from Katobophobia, and I said, hey, what about getting you guys on this podcast uh, to discuss a little bit about the pros and cons between the old test, the new test, and maybe even give us some tips and tricks and some ideas of what we can do at home with limited resources, how to think outside the box. I don't have, you know, uh, I don't have a, a deadlift, but I got a strong broom handle and some cat litter boxes that I could fill with water to create some sort of resistance weight. You know, I'm just throwing that out there. So hopefully I can get them on there or on here. I still owe them a copy of the regulation so that they can look through it. Uh, but he did say that he has already helped one soldier train for the new ACFT. Oh, so I just thought it'd be cool to get an outside opinion. You know, no. we have a gym right. on our post and the main gal who, uh, again, she's a twig but she could whoop me because that's what she does for a living is work out and train people. And when you were at that standard of uh, mild, medium, or mild, moderate, yeah. heavy, she couldn't even hit the heavy requirement. So even right. though she's probably one of the most physically fit females that I know, she still can't pass the ACFT at the heavy standard, so she couldn't be a truck driver. So why or when did they go from the three colors to a 60 or a lot weighted point system again? Oh, it just happened maybe a week, maybe two weeks ago. Okay. So by the time this goes out three weeks ago or whatever. Right. A month ago, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So where passing was 180, it's now 360 cumulative, 60 points. Six events, right? Math from where I went to school. Okay, no, pretty Carried good. Zero. All right. Yeah. Hey, you just stack the numbers on top, and they magically make an answer. You know, yeah, I've been so. Yeah, that ASVAB was good for something. It. You know what? I didn't <laughs> do good in AR, so <laughs> arithmetic reasoning. Look, math makes zero sense. <laughs> until later in life and now math makes all kinds of sense but yeah no i just i haven't looked through the regulations so if it just published i need to get a copy get educated so when my soldiers talk to me i can i can speak with intelligence and guide them to success well at 100 percent, absolutely but here's I'm not saying that this regulation that just came out has, that's the way it's always going to be. For all I know, uh, this is the standard 
so that everybody can get to this level. Then next year, they'll revise the regulation to push everybody just a little bit harder. And maybe Mm -hmm. this is a two-year, three-year, four-year plan of gradually building soldiers up to where the Army wants us compared to saying, boom, here's the new regulation. Hope you make it. Thanks for playing. Right. You can see where that could be the thing, too, where they're going to try and push some of the, uh, you know, they're going to keep tweaking that standard and, and, and what, raising the brass ring so that it's harder for guys of age, of a certain age, to to meet the standard, you know. And, and it's, here's the thing. You can't, it's not... Uh, age discrimination it's not gender discrimination you don't meet the standard you know that we require of you so see you later you know i've got a quick little thing to throw in here because are you guys familiar with the opat yeah so um i forget exactly what that high speed acronym stands for but uh it's essentially a smaller version of the ACFT. Some of the events aren't exactly the same, um, but it is a test that you have to pass for certain MOSs. And again, MOSs have the uh, moderate, heavy, and significant, or whatever the, the ratings are. And the OPAT is something that they have to pass at RSC as well so i don't know it seems like now they have two different tests so i I guess is the opat obsolete that's what i'm trying to get at because now we have two tests that you have to pass to meet your mos instead of just one so i'm not entirely sure if they're going to continue forever with the opat but it's just something i was thinking about while you guys were discussing it because it it kind of seems redundant to have two separate tests for the same reason. Interesting. Uh, so I, I don't know anything about the OPAT really. Um, maybe I've seen it and I wasn't sure what I was, what I was seeing. This is like a, um, what do they call it? A pacer test or something like that, where they, uh, um, they got a beep and then they run so many times and the beeps get faster. Is that that thing? Yes. That's the last event of it. Okay. It doesn't, it does include a deadlift. It does. Um, which, which I think the only de- the deadlift is like 140 pounds okay. only. Um, and then I think there's a medicine ball throw. Um, there's the running that you already talked about. And I'm pretty sure there's like a jump, like a long jump or something. But again, I'm not sure entirely what the point is of having two separate tests you have to pass to qualify for an MOS when all of the events in the ACFT are significantly more difficult at the lowest level than the highest score needed on the OPAT. So it, again, that's what I'm getting at the redundancy. So, so maybe that's something they're looking at getting away with then, or I would imagine, I mean, it would make sense to me to can it. I mean, but again, maybe that's the whole purpose here. Uh, because the OPAT came out before the ACFT. So maybe the whole purpose is to combine the PT test with the OPAT to 
you know, two birds, one stone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that sounds kind of like what they've been doing is like, okay, so we've got this pacer test. We've got a medicine ball throw. We've got deadlift. Oh, and we'll add um, some variation of push up and we'll keep the the two mile run and, and we've essentially combined the two. So now we can get rid of, we can get rid of the OPAT, the APFT, call it the ACFT one standard. Well, I think the, the OPAT, I, I think for a recruiter to say, okay, um, let's do an ASVAB, let's, let's do this check, that check. And then on top of it to say, oh, you need to pass the ACFT before you go to basic training, you'll never get anybody in. Or maybe you'll get some high school athletes, but that would be your demographic. I think the OPAT is a simplified, downed version to sit there and say, okay, if you can meet this requirement, then we ship you to basic training. And if we say that is where you need to be to get to basic. And then during that, what, eight and a half weeks, now everybody's at this OPAT level. And now in eight and a half weeks, we can get you to the ACFT level. That's actually a really good point. I didn't think about it that way, but it does make sense to kind of have almost a pre-screener prior to basic training to get them somewhat mentally prepared because a lot of kids, you know, they've never picked up a deadlift bar. Sure. You know, and they've, uh, you know, they've, they've not really done a significant amount of cardio. So, um, honestly with high school athletes, those are some of the hardest ones to recruit anyways, because <laughs> they have other plans. So, right. Yeah. The NFL, NBA and, and MLB college. No, I, I just think it's, it's pretty cool. And I, I think that the, they did a really good job on this 7-22, in my opinion. I haven't gone through and read the whole thing, but it really takes time to explain things out. You look at a lot of regulations, and it there's a lot of things to be left up for interpretation. Mm -hmm. This seems to kind of give you the why, and I kind of like that. Because when I looked at it and I was going through it, what I what I did look at, it made sense to me. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I get that. That's going to do it for this episode of Eyes Forward March. Myself, Sergeant Bacon, and Sergeant Vegas would like to say thank you, and until next time, keep those eyes forward. Everywhere you go, everything you do. Don't forget to check out creativebraincandy.com to see all the other podcasts and fun creators that are on the network. And while you're there, don't forget to look for the Discord link. Sign up for our Discord server and you can join in all the wonderful conversations that are there. If you're not into Discord and you still want to reach out to us, don't forget, we do have an email address, podcastefm at gmail.com. That'll do it, folks. Have a good one. We'll see you in a couple weeks.